welcome to another episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. My name is John David Birdall, and today we're going to be talking about creepy things and crawly things and swarms, right? And hives, right, Dad? Well, many, many you are absolutely are. right, John. Yeah, we've got so many songs dealing with insects, and the title of this episode is Can We Bug You? Right? right. About insects. <laughs> And so not all the insects that we're going to be talking about are, what, creepy ones or scary ones or... There are good insects, too. Yes, there are. Yes, like spiders. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that came to mind. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Okay, so before we get into uh, talking about that list, do allow me to say the Davy B's hit song vault is a 30-minute comedic and encyclopedic conversation about the music of our lives with Davy B and his son, John David. During each episode of the podcast, these two hosts will discuss and will play excerpts of 10 audio tracks within a specific theme or within a specific subject for your listening pleasure and total, total edification. Together, Davy B and John David do have a combined 70 years of songwriting and song performance and recording and music production experience between them and thank you very very much to prairie public our local pbs station for supporting my father and me and this podcast we could not do it without you good yes and the first song on the list is by an artist named andy williams boy now we're delving into it right off the bat john Mm -hmm. with uh a song that I think would be what you would consider mm-hmm. one of the nice insect songs. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, and it's called Butterfly. Right. Yeah. And Butterfly, there was uh, two versions of it out. Really? Uh, Charlie Gracie, mm-hmm. uh, an artist, had one, and Andy Williams mm-hmm. had the other. Oh. And they both enjoyed quite uh, a bit of success on the charts. Hmm. Uh, Charlie Gracie, I think, uh, topped the charts for a couple weeks. And Andy Williams, his version of Butterfly, topped the charts for three weeks, if I remember right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And was this at a time when, you know, you had talked to me about this, and I've heard you talk to others about it. There was a time where, like, one song would be recorded by two or three artists, and it would be a hit simultaneously, right, for all of them. And I think it was kind of like in the 50s. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it would be a country-western artist, sometimes a pop artist, right? Right. Yeah. And so was this sort of the case? That was the two? case with no. Butterfly, yes. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it stayed on the charts for, um, oh, had to be, geez, for me. 15, 20 weeks. Oh, wow. And Charlie Gracie's, as I said, that chopped to two. Uh-huh. Uh, topped to two, I should say. Sure. But uh, Andy Williams was my particular favorite, oh. his version. Uh, just I liked his voice. I liked his rendition of it. Hmm. Okay, shall we get to the song? Let's do it. Okay, this is Butterfly by Andy Williams. You tell me you love me. You say you'll be true. Then you fly around with somebody new But I'm crazy about you You butterfly You're treating me mean You're making me cry I've made up my mind To tell you goodbye But I'm no good without you You Well, the, the interesting thing about the background of that song, too, mm-hmm. John, was I don't know if you noticed it, 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't stick out, but sure. it's there. Yeah. And that's that the people are snapping their fingers uh-huh. and clapping. And yeah. there was a, a, a rhythm section made yes. out of Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. Yep. Some ooh-ahs, you know, like yep. ooh-ah. Mm-hmm. But here's a neat thing. I think it's neat. Okay. We're going to now hop over from butterfly mm-hmm. to the elusive butterfly. How's that for a segue? Oh, I, I do believe that that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, I I think that we should bring in the elusive butterfly to follow up to the just plain butterfly. Sure. And the elusive butterfly was done by a singer, folk singer, named Bob Lind. Mm-hmm. And uh, at 23, he had started his career— uh, actually, he'd flunked out of college oh, down whoa. in Denver. Okay. And uh, he decided, well, I better find something else to do. So he wrote Elusive Butterfly, actually after being up all night and uh, deciding that, uh, hmm, that'd be a good title for a song. Yeah, sounds and, like uh, it. So he went with World Pacific Records at the time. They were trying to get a corral full of artists and didn't succeed. Oh, because okay. he, you know, he was their only hit. Oh, only really? Hit. One record. Oh, wow. Yeah. One oh, record. Good for him. Yeah. And uh, he was assigned to Sonny Bono. Oh, wow. As a producer. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's right. Sonny Bono? That's right. Sonny, Sonny Bono. And Cher? Sonny yeah. and Cher. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he was just elated. Hmm. Is a good word because he thought, oh, I get to work with Sonny Bono. Hmm. Only trouble was Sonny Bono passed him off to Jack <laughs> Nitschke because he didn't want to fool with it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bob Lind mm-hmm. recorded the song Elusive Butterfly. Uh-huh. And as I said, it was World Pacific Records' only hit. Wow. Only hit. But wow. it was a great song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I especially liked what Bob Lind wrote. In fact, I liked it so well. Mm-hmm that I recorded one of his songs on one of the albums we did. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great song. You did a great job with one of his songs. Thank you. Oh, shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so we're playing Elusive Butterfly by Bob Lind. Don't be concerned It will not harm you It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of Across my dreams With nets of wonder I chase the bright, elusive butterfly of love. Ah, yes, the elusive butterfly of love by Bob Lind and that song with John. Mm -hmm. It was one of the first folk songs that incorporated a string section in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that in there. I didn't know it was one of the first, though. Right, one of the first. Wow. And uh, it was produced, as I say, by Jack Nitschke. Yeah. And he produced many uh, big-type, you know, sounding records that had string sections in them, but not many in folk songs. No, I think you had told me about the Rolling Stones. Yeah. He had worked with the Rolling Stones. Definitely, Uh yeah. And uh, it was uh, the Don't Be Concerned, It Will Not Harm You. The name of the album was Don't Be Concerned. Ah, okay. And that's from the song. That's from the he song. He says that in there, right? Yes. Don't be concerned. It right? will not it harm will you. It will not harm you. It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of. Yep. 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 Great song. Yes. Yes, it is. 
Okay, time for the next song? Yep. All right. So this one's called Lucky Ladybug, and it's by Billy and Lily. <laughs> one of my favorite insect songs. <laughs> yes, yes, you had brought this one up to me. And what I didn't know was that, what, Billy, Billy Ford, okay, had his own thing going before working with this, what, Lily Bryant? Apparently he had, right, Billy Ford and the Thunderbirds. And I don't know if things just weren't going as swimmingly as they could, but once he paired with her, right, they had a hit, Lottie Daw. Mm-hmm. That was the name of that one. Um, and, and that was... Uh, Kind of, what would you say? Wasn't it Dick Clark that kind of gave them advice that said, hey, do another song that sounds like la-di-da? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I do believe that's good advice. Right. It's like, hey, you got a hit. So, you know, kind of replicate that, you know, whatever you do. Exactly. Yeah, do it again. Yep. Although most people say it's like, what, capturing lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just one and done. Well, at least they did two and were done. (laughs) 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 Yes, yes. And so the second one, right, was Lucky Ladybug. I always like this song because it's happy. Oh, good. It's just a genuine happy song. Good. Shall we play it then? Let's do it. Okay, so this is Lucky Ladybug by Billy and Lily. Lucky Ladybug, Lucky Ladybug. Silver dollar rabbit's foot With a four-leaf clover and a horseshoe Wishbone shamrocks got me shook Singing Africadabra in a cat's eye I wonder, wonder if That is such a happy song, Dad. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm. <laughs> Makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. Oh, gosh. Okay, so that was Billy and Lily with Lucky Ladybug. And I do believe that's probably made this whole episode so much more lucky. Yes. Just listening to that. Yes, it has. Clap, clap, clap. (laughs) (laughs) Next is a song called Spiders and Snakes Mm. by Jim Stafford. Now we're getting down to the serious Mm -hmm. side of the insect world. Yes, Yes. And snake them. Mm-hmm. And snake them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so this was written by a comedian and musician, Jim Stafford, together with David Bellamy. And I do hope that listeners do know who David Bellamy is. He well, and his I brother think Howard. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do I need to say that they're Bellamy brothers? That's I mean, it. Just saying that, it's kind of like, oh, wait, they're the Bellamy the brothers. The Bellamy <laughs> brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they had a hit with the song Let Your Love Flow. And this song, the lyrics are a humorous retelling of uh, David Bellamy's experiences growing up on a farm in rural Darby, Florida. And the producer was Lobo. Now, that's an interesting fact. Yay. Lobo, uh, me and you and a dog named Boo Boo fame. Yes, and -hmm. I'd love you to want me. Right. Yep. And so Lobo and Jim Stafford had been in a band together, right? That's right. I think they were called the Legends. Yeah, yeah. And so, gosh, he's got so many, Jim Stafford has so many connections mm-hmm. right, to so many different artists. Yes. Like Bobby Gentry. Yeah, they right? got married. Yeah, and then they weren't married. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it can't last forever. I guess not. What, do you think it was spiders and snakes? Do you think that was it? <laughs> uh, that probably was. <laughs> yeah, Bobby was like, Jim, I can't live in this house with you. There are too many spiders and snakes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we play the song? Let's play Spiders and Snakes. By Jim Stafford, right here. She said, I don't like spiders and snakes, and that ain't what it takes to love me. Ooh, ooh. I don't like 
He's just getting so into it. It's so much fun. Thank you for picking that song, Dave. That's okay. Oh, okay. So the next song on the list is by the Mills Brothers. The Mills Brothers. Oh, what a smooth sounding group. Mm-hmm. Very, very smooth. And the song that we're going to be, I guess, talking about right now is Glowworm. It was written by Johnny Mercer. Mm. Great, great artist. Yes. Great song. Great songwriter. Uh-huh. No wonder... They all lumped together and made just, oh, such a pretty sounding record. Well, yes, and it wasn't just them. I mean, that's a great point, Dad. But there was another individual involved in there, and we were just speaking about him. And he was a member of the Glenn Miller Orchestra, uh, Hal McIntyre. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, goodness to have, right, this uh, unbelievable lyricist. Right, and songwriter. Mm-hmm. And then to have this unbelievable group of singers. Right. <laughs> and then to have <laughs> orchestration by that individual, it just hits it out of the park, right? Right. It's perfection, isn't it? Right. Well, you know, it certainly wasn't the biggest hit, perhaps. No, no probably not. That the Mills Brothers had. Mm-hmm. But eventually it may prove mm-hmm. to have the most staying power of any of their hits. Mm -hmm. And they had songs like Cab Driver Mm -hmm. and Across the Alley from the Alamo and, Mm -hmm. you know, nice stuff. Mm -hmm. Just, oh, what a blend they had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they had learned very, very early on in their careers, the Mills Brothers, right? Right. To sing with one another and to simulate the sounds of instruments. They didn't even need instrumentation. Correct. You know, they could do it themselves. Mm -hmm. But in this song, you know, yeah, they had... Right, that big band behind them. Right. That orchestra. So, or I guess a type of orchestra. So, yeah, all they had to do was sing. And that's just amazing. Shall we play the song? Shall we let that glowworm glimmer? Yes, I think so. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the Mills Brothers with Glowworm. Shine, little glowworm, glimmer, glimmer. Shine, little glowworm. Lead us less too far, we wonder Love's sweet voices calling yonder Shine, little glowworm, glimmer, glimmer Hey there, don't get dimmer, dimmer Light the path below above And lead us on to love Mmm, that's a great blend. I love the Milt Brothers, just dearly love them. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is perfection. Right. That is perfection. Right. You know, because you get so many kind of textures in there. Really nice. Really nice. Okay, so the next song on the list is called Bumblebee, and it's by the band The Searchers, who got their name from a movie. Uh, It's a John Wayne movie called The Searchers. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely enough. (laughs) Yes. And the first song that I did hear by them, okay, was Love Potion Number 9. Right. That was the one that I had heard. And then I heard Needles and Pins. That was the one I had heard after that. And actually, just today, we were listening to one of their songs. Weren't we, Dad? Yep. Every time that you walk in the room. Yes, that's yes, it. That's, that's it. it. Yep. And they had uh, a lot of hits. They were uh, very popular in Canada. They were huh. touring, of course, all over the United States mm-hmm. and Canada. The, and the world. The world. Right. You yeah. were telling me they met Fats Domino. Uh, in Germany. Play, yeah, in Germany. Yeah. And, so, and I always liked the searchers because their 
harmony was great. It was simplistic, but just precise. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always enjoyed, uh, we did several of their songs in the band. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in uh, Davy B and the Sonics. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this song uh, is all about what? That person that you love hurting you, you know, or stinging you. You know, like a bee does. You know? Ooh, wee, you hurt me like, like a, a bee. bee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And you, you love that person, you love that person, and yet, you know, sting, sting, you know. Right. Ah, you know? Gosh. <laughs> Gets old after a while, I suppose it? so. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> so. <laughs> so shall we play the song? Let us play Bumblebee by the Searchers. <laughs> that song did not hurt me like a bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, it's really well put together. That's a tight band. Yep. Right there. You know, probably hours and hours and hours of playing together. Right? That that helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. That mm-hmm. really, really does help. Actually, that's been brought up. I think it's called like the 10,000 hour rule. If you do something for 10,000 hours, you know, you're just really, really good at it. And so they were really, really good, right, at performing and recording the searchers, you know. That they were. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was Bumblebee by The Searchers. Okay, so the next song on the list is the Bull Weevil song. Okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, what's great about this song being on this list, I, I have to say, like, thank you, Brooke Benton, because in the first, like, <laughs> in the first couple lines of the song, he says, the Bull Weevil is an insect. <laughs> so really, there's no confusion right, no. about what a bull weevil is. Right. You know? And I do believe, like, it's a ugly little black bug, right? Yeah, it, I think it came from uh, down south of the border, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. Yeah, from Mexico? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it, was, it was the scourge of many uh, a farmer Uh-oh. in the southern United States, mm-hmm. so much so that they were inclined uh-huh. to quit growing cotton. Whoa. Yeah. And like switch to another crop? Yeah, like peanuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this bull weevil was a dirty little insect. Yes, yes. Yeah. I agree. And so this song had been around for a while. I do believe, yeah, it's what the history of it goes way back, right? And so it had been covered, right, by so many artists, so many. Uh, Bessie Smith, Lead Belly, uh, Jaybird Coleman, Blind Willie McTell, and, and more. And so here's Brooke Benton's version, right? And I do believe, like, didn't he put some time and effort into making it a sort of pop single? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And... They succeeded because, get this, John, hmm. this song has the unique distinction Ooh. of being the first number one song on Billboard's Easy Listening chart. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> An easy listening song about a dirty little bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you again, Brooke Benton. Yes. Okay, shall we play the song? Let us do it. Okay, so this is the Bull Weevil song by Brooke Benton. Let me tell you a story about a bold weevil. Now, some of you may not know, but a bold weevil is an insect. 
and he's found mostly where cotton grows. Now where they come from, <laughs> nobody really knows. But this is the way the story goes. The boll weevil, where they come from, nobody really knows, except for Davy B and his son, John David. We do know that <laughs> they do come from Mexico. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's really neat. I guess to have some sort of advantage that Brooke Benton didn't have. OK, so the next song on the list is Spanish Flea by Herp Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Now, right. there is a talented artist. Not yes. only had he played trumpet, John, since age eight, mm-hmm. but in his record-producing days, he produced Jan and Dean some of their sessions. Mm-hmm. He produced, um, or wrote, I should say, sure. Wonderful World for Sam Cooke. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell mm-hmm. you. He was uh, associated with, of course, Julius Wechter. Of the uh, Baja Marimba Band. Ah. So he had uh, just a wonderful enclave of people around him. Well, yeah, yeah. Herb Alpert himself, would you go so far as to say that he was a virtuoso? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine he probably surrounded himself, you know, with like-talented people. Oh, I'm know? certain. And yeah. like-minded people, you know, and that's why he could, you know, make so many songs, uh, produce so many songs, you know, and... Offer so many songs. So one many great thing, songs. One thing, people. excuse me for stepping on your tongue. Oh, uh, out of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak, Dad. One thing that uh, I especially uh, liked about Herb Alpert was the fact that he, he went into whatever project he was going to undertake mm-hmm. with such dedication and such verb. It was just... It, there was no doubt that whatever Herb touched, it would turn to gold. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and it did. Just like this song. Right. right. Spanish Flea. So shall we play it? Let's do it. Okay. So this is Spanish Flea by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Dad, that sounds really familiar. Was was that on a show? Was that, that on was a TV the show? theme song of the Dating Game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, and what does Spanish fleas have to do with the Dating Game? <laughs> um, I guess it's best not to wonder. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next song is by Jewel Akins, and that's "The Birds and the Bees." Okay. Well, that should cover it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that that really, gosh, we got spiders and snakes, birds and bees. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about so much more than insects, aren't we? We are. And insect songs. And so Jewel Akins, apparently his mother wanted a girl and picked out the name Jewel for this girl, and she got a boy, (laughs) and his name turned out to be Jewel, because she picked that name. 
And we don't want to waste a good name. No. 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 And he had said, right, it must be because I'm a jewel. That's it. Right? So I mm-hmm. ought to be called jewel. Yeah. I think you told me the head of the record company that yeah. he was going to record for uh-huh. said, I like your voice, but uh, well, come back in three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your voice has got a commercial sound. Yeah. But come back in three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, Jewel Aikens. You know, he had, what, in his head, he had thought, three years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And believe it or not, that's that's when it did occur. And that fella, Herb Newman, I think, Era Records owner, had said, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. And so, yeah, this song, this song really, I don't know if it instructed me about a lot, you know, but I had heard that term, the birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know what that did mean. You know, the birds and the bees. What is that all about? Until really I had listened to this song. When I listened to it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's love. People are talking about love. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, right? Right. The moon up above and a thing called love. There. Well, really? now Jewel doesn't have to sing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to play an excerpt. <laughs> Yeah, that that did inform me of a lot. So Mm -hmm. shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so this is The Birds and the Bees by Jewel Aikens. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees And the flowers and the trees And the moon up above And I think About the stars in the sky And a girl and a guy And the way they could kiss On a night like this There you go, the birds and the bees. That's a lesson in life right Mm -hmm. here, thrown in for good measure. Yep. Now I think we should probably culminate with uh, a guy who created... Not only a super big dance craze across the United States and mm-hmm. probably worldwide for all we know, but uh, also uh, incorporated a couple of new dance crazes into his repertoire. Yes. And that is Chubby Checker. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we all remember Chubby for the twist. Mm-hmm. And he also created another dance craze called It's Pony Time. Ah. And the one we're interested in to put the cap on our insect-laden show today is the fly. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. We all love flies, don't we? Um, <laughs> I'm not certain if I'm part of that club. <laughs> no, I, I'm not either. Uh-huh. But, uh, no, the fly, uh, it was a dance craze. And somebody said, well, how do you do the fly? We know how you do the twist. Yeah. How do you do the fly? Sure. And he said, well, you wave your hands around and around in the sky, and then you uh, just uh, buzz around the floor. (laughs) It didn't sound too complicated. No, no. Thank you, Mr. Checker. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so didn't the twist, there was the twist, and then wasn't there a sequel to the twist? Like, let's twist again? Like we did last summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then pony time. Right. And so was that probably like boogity, dancing? Boogity, boogity, oh. boogity, boogity, shoop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the fly. Now, did he have any more? I do believe he probably didn't, you know. Um, now, there are other dances. We're going to be talking about that. 
in another podcast episode, you know, types of dances, right. you know, that were brought up in songs mm-hmm. or I guess songs, you know, sure. for dances like locomotion, right. you know, and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do believe I found myself doing the twist every once in a while <laughs> when I'm dancing, <laughs> I'll be doing the twist, but I sure. must admit I have not done the fly <laughs> <laughs> buzzing around the floor. <laughs> but uh, we're certainly glad that he came up with it because sure. it's, uh, it's a great song to add to our list of insect-laden melodies. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. You know, and so shall we play the song? Let's do it. Let's okay. put the cap on the insect with a song called The Fly by Chubby Checker. know a new dance now dad (laughs) (laughs) you just can't wait to try it out oh yes yeah i gotta find a wedding reception or something and and buzz around the floor there you go and see if people i don't know ask me what are you doing (laughs) it's like i'm doing the fly (laughs) sort of thing okay so that was can we bug you with insects what do you think dad do you think people are sufficiently bugged i think we've covered the insect world just more than enough oh totally Totally. Do you think people will ask us to never do that again? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can go to prairiepublic.org. That's prairiepublic.org. And you can search for Davy B's hit song vault. That's prairiepublic.org. And do search for Davy B's hit song vault. And you can listen to more episodes of this podcast there. Or you can go to your favorite podcast platform or favorite podcast provider and search for Davy B's hit song vault and listen to this show there. Ooh, no more ladybugs, no more butterflies, no more flies. Flies. (laughs) We're going to have to go, Dad. Thank you for allowing me to join you. Hey, it's been fun. Oh, yes, it has. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Well, it's a cheater who pays. It's a cheater who pays.